You are in for an absolute treat today. I cannot explain to you how unbelievably long I have waited to be able to bring this system to you. Well, like two years, actually. I've got an incredible journey and story to tell you about how Blaine and I have had our struggles and then our triumphs with coming together as two completely, completely different individuals who manage their money in the most opposite way possible and are now completely 100% united. Like from one end of the pendulum all the way over to the other, we have made huge improvements to the way that we together as a couple are managing our finances and this system is truly what changed it all for us. It's not a system that you've ever heard of. It is without a shadow of a doubt, something that Blaine and I have gone through the weeds on so that we could completely get out of debt and so that we could be on the same page. It's no longer a source of frustration, confusion, bitterness, anger. Like we are 100% (laughs) on the other side of all of that. And it's because of this system please get out your pen and paper. I know I say that often, but today I'm going to give you some really, really good notes on how we made this happen for ourselves and how you can do it in your life too. What do you say? Let's get started. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Maybe coming to this episode with a bunch of skepticism on whether or not a budget could ever even work for you because you've tried everything. (laughs) Trust me, that's probably why we created this system, because we tried everything and nothing was working, which actually that's not exactly true. We did find something that was working. I'm going to tell you guys kind of the journey on how we got this system created. But what I want you to know is that whatever budgeting system that you're using right now, I want you to really think about what about it is working for you or isn't working. If you have a system that's working for you, it's helping you get out of debt, it's keeping you in a position where you're constantly paying yourselves first and then you have money left over to pay your bills, then stick with it. But if you don't have that in your life, I encourage you to pick apart every single piece that I'm going to throw at you today. We're going to go really high level. If you want the details and the exact system on on literally the spreadsheets, copy and paste all of it to just plug and play into your life, you're going to have to get a seat at the table in the academy because <laughs> that's where I'm keeping all of this. The Academy girls are going to be so excited whenever I drop this in. Update is coming in October. 
Really, really looking forward to it. Inside of tier four in the Systemize Your Life Academy is where I give away all my systems for marriage, for communication, for how we get on the same page with our goals, our annual goal planning slash marriage retreat. And we are about to drop in the budgeting system. Blaine and I have been sitting on this for a while, but I never, ever want to put a system out into the world, let alone the academy, where we have extremely dedicated and paying students inside a system that is not 100% of the time working for us. Now, sometimes we don't work for our systems, right? And they they don't work because we don't work. But I always want to make sure that I have a system that is truly functioning and operating and has for quite some time before I hand it over to people and, well, Unless you're really close to me in my life, then I have people test these systems for me just to make sure they work for other people. <laughs> and they, and then we get to like, but that's the fun of being my friend, right? You get to test systems with me and that's really cool. So this is, this is kind of what Blaine and I have gone through in order to get to this point. And like you, budgeting and managing money with your polar opposite, which is likely who you are partnered with as well, is really challenging. And once I kind of go through how we got to this point, which is some of the most meaningful meat of this episode, is talking about what we've gone through to get to this place in our budgeting and our finances. So when Blaine and I, and and that's why I'm sharing it with you. So kind of take notes too on where you're at in your journey as well, because it will give ways to, to where you need to start. So when we first got married, well, we weren't even married yet. I think I've told this story in the podcast. I will keep it brief, but Blaine was very much, um, dating for marriage. And so was I. And that was very, very refreshing when we got together. He was, we were just older. We were in our early 30s when we reconnected. We knew each other and dated in high school a little bit, but hadn't seen each other since. And it just was really refreshing, especially as a single mom. Like I wasn't, I was not going to play. Like if you're going to come into my kid's life, you're going to come in because you want to get married and that's what we're going to do, you know? And so he was living in Ohio and I was living in Arizona and I would fly out there and it was like (laughs) the cutest and most attractive interview I've ever been on, like every time. And we just were constantly asking each other hard questions. And one of the questions he asked me was, what do you want to do with your finances when you get married? And I think it was like trip number one to Ohio. Like, I think we were like six weeks into this thing. And I was like, I really like you. (laughs) Just the fact that he was asking me those questions, I almost didn't even care what his answer was. I'm like, you're really cool. But so he just started like rattling off all this stuff. And I knew like, Okay, he's totally going to manage our money because I don't do anything. (laughs) And that just like carried over to when he's just so financially responsible. It's like the coolest thing in the world, you know, and I'm not irresponsible. Well, yeah, I am. I used to be just because, you know, I grew up with where money was not replaceable. Money doesn't grow on trees. Money doesn't grow on trees. And Blaine grew up with this thought process that oh yeah, money's fluid. Money comes and money goes and then, and then more money comes. It's, and so there was just always this thought for me to hold on to my money. And so I never spent it. 
including paying my bills. And I would wait until it's like, your car payment is almost three months late. Like, (laughs) oh shoot, I better pay that. You know, like I would always wait until the very last minute to pay things because I never knew when I was going to get more money. And that was just the mentality that I kind of grew up with. And, you know, being married to Blaine has helped me a lot through that. But when he, when he came into life with us, he was sitting on this incredible financial nest egg because he'd been single all the way up until his early thirties. And, you know, he didn't have kids. He was working like crazy as an entrepreneur. Like he just had so much. And then, you know, we went through this, like merging our lives, merging our finances, having a baby, having a kid. And he was like, Whoa, money goes real quick around here. I'm like, yep, it sure does. So we, he was taking the finances, right? But now we've got two people with two cards. He has no idea what my spending habits are. And there just was like a lot of unhealthy financial choices happening. There was something wrong with him. It just wasn't helping the health of our finances. And so that's when I was like, we need to have a budget. He never had to have a budget. And so he's like, what is that word? (laughs) No, here I am growing up with my mom where we would sit every weekend and we would clip out coupons and we would take the little, like, there was these things that you could cut out and like you would lick them like stamps. And if you filled up a stamp card, you'd get a certain dollar amount off at this little like local grocery store family owned. And my just pension pennies, saving pennies. Like my mom is like super, super frugal, right? And we always had a budget and my mom had paper envelopes and we would go stand in line and we would pay bills with cash. And I remember thinking this is the most like antiquated thing I've ever done in my life. And I loathed it with all my heart and soul standing in the line at SRP who we pay our electric to. And it's like, are you kidding me? And like, I'm like, what do you mean you don't know what a budget is? (laughs) Isn't that what you do to pay bills? And so here we sit with two totally different ideas and two totally different minds. And you and your spouse might be in that place, but you may have been married for like 20 years. And somebody just all of a sudden is like, like for 20 years, it's been you that's always done the bills or it's been your husband that's always done the bills. And I just wanted to, I really did want to hand it over to Blaine, but there was a a deep sense in me. And we've had these conversations and group calls inside of the academy too, where it's like, both partners want to be involved, right? And and it really does help the health of your finances if you are on the same page. So Blaine was like, okay, let's do this every dollar thing or mint. Mint.com, every dollar.com. There's zero-based budgeting apps to help you know how much money is going to every individual thing, literally down to the penny what your money is going towards. It's a beautiful thing. Dave Ramsey teaches it. Blaine had a lot of property in Ohio and he used to sit on a riding lawnmower and like go to his holy place on the riding lawnmower with Dave Ramsey and his earbuds. And he would just like listen to Dave Ramsey like 24 seven. And so just super wise, you know, about saving your money and making sure that you don't live like everybody else today so you don't have to live like everybody else tomorrow which basically means if you want to have the latter years of your life to be robust and full of life you need to be disciplined with your money now and I loved this concept right I loved it but that meant that I was going to have to start being really disciplined with my money 
and I needed a budget. I needed to be told like, and I, I needed to see it. I couldn't just have him come up to me and tell me, here's your allowance. Like that is not going to happen with this girl. <laughs> like it is not going to happen over here. Poor Blaine. I'll do whatever you tell me, but please tell me why. Like, I need to know why. You guys, I have to know why. My brain has to understand and then I can get behind it. So, and sometimes I know that you can't always understand everything. I get that. But, you know, like if you're going to tell me I can only have $20 for spending money this week or only 100 or only 5 like why? Where else? Where is the rest of my money that I'm going and working for going towards? Or I'm used to like spending all my money on my kids' clothes and mine and now I can't. Why? Like, I just need to know why. And that is what a lot of your spouses are going to want to know, or you're going to want to know if your spouse is handling all of it, you know, and that is what this system allowed us to do. So we went through that and it did not work. We were not disciplined enough to stick to what the little app said we had allocated. And I kept telling him, we have got to do the paper envelope system. It's the exact same thing, but paper envelopes. And he's like, no, I'm not doing that. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, we're not doing it at all. I'm not going to the bank. I'm not getting paper bills out, putting them all across the table. I'm like, all right, fine. We'll do whatever you want to do. And the back of my mind, I'm just like, oh, Lord, please. Like, how long are we going to have to struggle through this until we get to the paper envelope system? So we ended up going on a marriage retreat specifically to figure out our finances in marriage, okay? He wanted to do an electronic budgeting system that was similar to the paper envelopes. And I was like, I'm here for it. I'll help you. And we sat down, and this is a big star for you to put on your paper. I was 100% all for creating our own system, obviously. My brain works that way. But I told him we need to know our spending habits. So we took three months worth of expenses in our bank account and we had them printed off. We just had the bank. We went down to the bank and we had all three months of them printed off. And then we he made a copy of it. And I color coded it. And we made a legend. And for about two to three weeks before we went on our marriage retreat, I said, here, you go highlight these two things. So all of the food I want you to highlight, anything that has to do with transportation, I want you to highlight in this color. You do green and blue, I'll do pink and yellow, right? And then I highlighted all the things that we spent on kids, all the things we spent on holidays, right? And we started going through line by line by line by line and looking at what did we spend on utilities, all of that. So when we got to our our um, marriage retreat to sit down and figure out our actual budget, we knew exactly what our spending habits were. And if you have not done that in your life, you have to do it. It is so enlightening. You also see how frivolous you are with a lot of your spending and realize that that's why you're not saving the way that you want to be saving, why the accounts that you want to have growing aren't growing. It's it's such a beautiful thing. I promise you, it seems tedious, but it was really awesome. And that is a great thing for you guys to do on like an extended day date, right? You can work on it. He took it to the fire department and worked on it. I would work on it at night. I would work on it during the day. Like I would just work on it whenever we, we could. And we did that for a couple weeks, right? And then when we came together, we had all of it done and I put it inside of a spreadsheet. And so what we were able to see is kind of what it would look like at the end of the day 
for us to be able to really make ends meet the way that we wanted to. And that's where this whole system for him and I started. So we got everything mapped out in this spreadsheet, right? How much money do we need to save and put aside every month to be able to have $4,000 for Christmas every single year? And $4,000 for Christmas every year is like all in. That's like all in. That's the staycations. That's like even a potential trip to Disneyland instead of a staycation. Like that's all the presents. That's giving gifts to everybody. Like that's all in, right? So we did our all in number and we also did our really conservative. So in our spreadsheet, we had a liberal and a conservative column. Then it looks like, okay, what if we only want $2,000 for Christmas that year? How much do we need to set aside every month? So we divided it by 12 and it spit that number out for everything. For everything that we needed to do on an annual basis, we broke that down. So we were never, ever going back to the habits that we had been in when we first got married of swiping things on our credit card and paying the credit card back. We were paying ourselves first for the spending that we wanted to do later on. Now, put a big star next to that because if you're not doing that right now with your finances, you're going to want to do that, right? There's levels to all all tucked inside of this podcast episode. There's tons of different levels. So we got the whole thing dialed in. We knew exactly what our money was going to go towards every single month. We left the retreat. We came home. We opened up the computer to finish a few things. And guess what happened? He didn't save it. It didn't save. It did not save. (laughs) It didn't save. It was gone. The whole thing. We spent probably 12 hours that weekend. Babysitters, all the things lined up. We went through all the things to make that happen. And it didn't save. And we were back to square one. It was gone every last bit of it. And it it really was devastating to say the least. And you know, we handled it really well. I handled myself really well. I was like, it's fine. It's cool. We'll 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 pick ourselves up by the bootstraps and we'll do it again. But it took us a while to even have the desire to go back to it again. And so um in that time where we didn't want to go back to it and we just let it sit there, something happened and, you know, we backslid for a little bit and our spending went AWOL, you know, cause we didn't have a plan in place. We we're just spending on whatever. And then all of a sudden he came to me and he was like, all right, let's try this again. So we tried to get it together. And I was like, what do you think about the paper envelope system? Cause this just isn't working. And he was like, all right, fine, we'll try it. <gasps> and so like a good six months before the pandemic hit, we were doing the paper envelope system. So I will tell you right now that the paper envelope system that Dave Ramsey talks about, it works. It's a great system. 100% do it. And that's all you need to know from this podcast episode. It worked for us. It truly did. It is tedious. It's time consuming. And it wasn't Blaine's favorite thing. We also were struggling a little bit just to get it done, right? Because of the process, but it worked. The first month we did it, we saved $800, like gangster. We saved $800 the first month we did it. 
And we just kept scrapping pennies everywhere we could. And we didn't have the money in our envelope to spend. And we didn't have access to cards. And we still really liked the idea of like, when I go to the gas station, I don't really want to go in. I have an infant. I've got, you know, another little kiddo in the car. I don't want to get them out of the car and take them in. Like, can I please just leave enough money in the bank account to just use for gas. And then we kept going down this like path, like, well, what if we did this? And what if we did this? And he really wanted to go back to his hybrid system. But I was terrified that we would fail again. And I was like, no, this is working for us. Well, then the pandemic hit. And everyone was like, peeing their pants about touching other people's dollar bills. And no one would take money anywhere, right? It was like, mm, we do not accept cash and da 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 da. So we we're like, all right, great. And everything just changed. Our finances completely changed. Our rhythm completely changed. Like everything was different and we stopped doing it. And guess what happened? (laughs) Without a system in place, there was no, there was no rhyme or reason for why we were swiping our card. And we just were basically putting ourselves deeper and deeper and deeper into the hole. And I told him like, we've got to figure this out. Well, while that was happening, I was learning the most incredible finance system, which I talked about for my business, which I talk about in episode 128. So if you want to know how I got all 100% over all of those fears and those terrible, really negative money mindset issues that I had from growing up and just from what I had learned, right? go listen to episode 128 because I am the CEO and the CFO of my business. And so I needed to know with confidence that I could manage the money that I had coming in in my business. I have money that I have to take care of. I have to manage. I have to pay team members. I have to pay my family. I have to pay bills. I have to pay people and I have to manage money. And all of that that I just exposed to you was sitting inside of my mind and my heart and I had to get rid of it. So I stumbled across, you'll hear all about it in episode 128, but this percentage-based allocation system that um, Mike McCallowitz created, you can write this down, but please go up, listen to episode 128 if you want to know how to manage your business's finances. And it is the most incredible thing. So as I'm learning how to manage the, the actual cash flow in my business, all based on percentage allocations, I'm looking at how unbelievably successful it is. And all of a sudden I looked at Blaine and I was like, why don't we do this with our personal finances? Like all of that time, all the stuff we did at that marriage retreat, that's what we were trying to do. We just weren't doing it with percents. We were doing it with actual dollar amounts and it was stifling us. But the percentages, oh my gosh, like this could really work. So we started playing with it. 100% started playing with it, just went all in. It is game changer, like 100% game changer. As much as I loved it for my business, I love it that much more for our personal finances. So here Blaine and I are, and this is the system that we've used that has completely gotten us on the same page. We've gone through that whole journey together. You guys have your own journey too, right? Like you know where you've been with your finances and how hard it's going to be to get you on the same track and the same path. So please just know that this is not something that 
we didn't have to work for. We had to work really, really, really hard to get on the same page with our finances. And it takes a lot of work to get there. We've had to really dial in this system for us to make it what it is. But we now have our own personal electronic envelope percentage-based system. This is how we budget our money. It's It's electronic envelopes. So basically, in a nutshell, Here's how this all goes down. Blaine and I have a an account for every single envelope that we would have had if we were using paper envelopes. Wait, you have how many accounts? We have a lot of accounts. And our banker was like, I've never seen anyone do this before. I'm like, it's genius and it works amazing. And we had to go down there a few times until we knew exactly because we were really creating it on our own, right? It doesn't follow the exact system of Profit First by Mike Michalowicz because he has that set up for business. So he tells you the exact accounts to use. Well, he doesn't tell you how to do that in your personal finances. So we followed a little bit of what we were doing with our paper envelopes. And we came to find that with a spreadsheet and percentages, we take 100% of our income and we break it down to how much needs to go to housing, how much of it needs to go to food how much of it needs to go to utilities. In a percentage, we break that down. We have a percentage for holidays. So we looked at what is our typical spending behavior for all of the holidays in the year, and we put ourselves on a budget so that we know whenever it's time to have any kind of celebration at all, holiday, birthday, etc., etc., we just go into that bank account that has a debit card associated with it. We pull it out of the box. We don't carry it around with us because we know when we're going to go buy something for a celebration and that account already has money sitting in there for us. We know exactly where all of our money is going and it's just like an envelope because when the money runs out, the card declines. We specifically set it up to where there's no overdraft protection on any of our cards except for the ones that pay our bills electronically. So inside of our utilities account, which is the account that we had always had all of our bills coming out of, we just called it utilities. So even our gym bill comes out of that, even though it's not a utility, because it's an actual bill that recurs every single month. The kids' school, like Bailey, we pay for her school right now for her to, because she's not in kindergarten yet. That as well comes out of the utilities account because we wanted to make sure that all of the bills that come out every single month we we personally are not we do not have access to a card for that account to be able to swipe it and draw money out we have a percent set aside that we know if we put in x percent into the utilities account and never touch it without fail there will be enough money in there to cover all of the drafts that we have coming out. Now, in our home account, we have our mortgage coming out of that, right? The, the money that we use to pay for anything inside of the house comes out of that account. And so on and so on and so on and so on, right? And this has allowed Blaine and I to have so much flexibility and freedom in the way that we are personally using our money. So we we have a spending account, right? And we've set up like 3% of our income goes into the spending account. And now we just look at it. Hey, there's a hundred bucks in there. Like, I really want to buy this thing. Okay, cool. And the other day he was like, 
so you get a hundred bucks too. I get a hundred bucks. I'm like, sure. You want a hundred bucks? I'm like, I'll take 50. You take 50. I'll take 50 the next time. And he's like, no, it's fine. I don't really want anything right now. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll take a hundred. The next time you can take a hundred. Right. And so we just have these conversations where we're not even looking at like the nuances of what's going on with our money anymore, because we know exactly what's going on with our money at all times now. To give you a little bit better understanding of what this actually looks like, we opened up a shared Google Drive and I have in there every single week, Blaine and I go in, all of our money comes into an incoming account. This exactly, this is exactly what Mike Michalowicz teaches with Profit First for your business. Money comes into one account and then all of that money gets allocated out based on percentages to every other account that you have. Now, for our personal, we had way more accounts than you do in business. And this, obviously, if you want to know about the business stuff, you can learn Mike McCallowitz's system. Listen to episode 128. That's where I talk about it. But when it comes down to your personal finances and how many different paper envelopes you would have, right, these just happen to be electronic envelopes. You're going to be the one that determines that. But Blaine and I, just so you know, you can write these down. These are the ones that we have that we love and they're working so well for us. We have a giving account. So that's like our tithe account, right? So we put 10% into that. So say $1,000 comes into the income account. Immediately, we take 10% out of that and we put it into the giving account via a super simple electronic transfer from one bank account to the next, right? It's very, very simple. Then we obviously, we have a savings account, a food account, transportation, utilities, home, spending, school, and celebration. So the school account has, which I have learned, we're just putting money in there. (laughs) I've allocated for each child to get $200 every six months for clothing and shoes and then we put a little bit more in there on top of that um, for like if they have extracurricular activities if we want to put Bailey in dance if she has a field trip if she wants to go do something fun with her friends and we just want to get in the habit of doing that right so when the kids are like hey I want to go to a thing with a friend can I go we have money set aside so it's not coming out of anywhere else to be able to afford children. <laughs> you guys know how that goes, right? <laughs> um, so those are those are the like the buckets, right? Or the accounts that we have right now. And if you take that and you split it all up, it took us a while to figure out well, what is our percentage going to be. But here's why I love percentages so much more than a dollar amount. So it's so easy to go in there and just be like, okay, we need to set $400 aside every month and put it towards this. Cool. And then that's it. But here's what it is 100% encouraged Blaine and I to do. It's encourage us to make more money. Like hands down, it's encourage us to work really hard because when you make more money, regardless of what percentage is on there, you're going to be putting more in there into that account. So we've been able to see every single one of these buckets have more money in it than what we actually need because it's percentage-based. And it is so darn encouraging. It blows my mind. Not only that, but now I'm able to see 
exactly what happens when we first did this and we realized, oof, we need like 18% of our budget to go to food. And, and we had a couple of these percentages off. We didn't have a school account. And then I was like, no, we need a school account. Well, when you rob Peter to pay Paul, right? And you look in those paper envelopes, if you do the classic paper envelope system, you can just pull a dollar out and you can move it around. Cool. But it doesn't give you any idea of how much of your money you're actually spending on any given area. When you do the online system, like mint.com or everydollar.com, they show you in a pie, like the fraction and the breakdown, the percentage of what you're spending your money on. And that's really cool to see. But when we have it in a spreadsheet and it says giving 10%, right? And it has all of the percentages broken down. And then you look and you see, okay, so if Blaine and I did this based off of a $4,000 monthly budget or a $10,000 monthly budget or a $7,000 monthly budget, right? When you plug in what your net income is for your family into this calculator and you see what it spits out, you're like, oh, wow. So this is what we need to make in order to hit our minimum goals in every single one of these areas. And if we make more, look at what happens to everything else. Look at what happens to our giving. Look at what happens to our transportation fund, which Blaine and I have been wanting to do all these additions to our cars. And we're actually able to do that because we're not just dumping all the money into a one lump savings fund. It's not just like, oh, we got extra money outside of what we budgeted. So we're just going to dump it into a savings account. Our savings is growing. And some months we're like, hey, we have all this extra money just sitting in these other accounts. Do you want to keep leaving all that extra money in the home account so that we can save that to be able to buy our couch? If you guys were listening to our last episode, <laughs> you heard me talking all about buying this darn couch. And so that's what we've been doing, right? Or do we want to take that money? Do we want to dump it in the savings account because we are preparing to move in the near future? Um, and vice, vice versa with like any other account, right? But now it's like, oh my gosh, our transportation account, guess what? The most beautiful thing in the world is when that like random bill comes up, it's like, oh, your registration's due. Oh, your this is due. Oh, your this is due. Guess what? Our transportation account is fully funded. Boop. Done. It didn't even touch our grocery budget. It didn't touch our spending money. It didn't touch our emergency fund. It didn't touch anything. It was there. It was prepared. And it's the most beautiful feeling in the whole entire world. I cannot even tell you what this has done for our marriage. To be able to have this and not, and, and like, I'm so chill with money. I'm like, whatever, it does not bother me. He's more fussy about it because he really likes to sit on like a cush nest egg if he can. That makes him feel good, as it should, right? It would make any of us feel that way. But for him... He takes a lot of pride in his financial abilities to provide for our family, as most men do. And so I just love being able to see this excite him and that excites me. But it is a great, great feeling to know that no matter what, right, unless something unforeseen happened where we didn't make our minimum income, right, but that that would affect your, bid, your budget and your bills 
regardless, if we didn't make income to pay bills, no matter what we were doing, it would still put stressors on us. But when you have an account that has been consistently setting money aside for savings, you have an emergency fund, you're, you're stocking your fully invested emergency fund, like those things are there for you and they're prepared. So this is what we've done on that spreadsheet. Last thing to note for you guys before I wrap this up is we also have a second tab in this spreadsheet. So at the end of every single week, we go in and we do payday. You could do it twice a week. You could do it once a month, however often you want to do your allocating. And we plug it into the spreadsheet and it automatically, say inside of the income account, there's a thousand bucks. And at the end of the week, we plug in a thousand dollars into the spreadsheet and it automatically spits out the percentage on that specific number that we are going to allocate to all those accounts. We do the transfers, boom, done. It takes us about 10 minutes. It's all done. It's so seamless. But what we ended up doing is we created a second tab on our spreadsheet that talks about our percentage breakdowns. So we have a column for giving, obviously, then we have a column for savings, then a column for food. And we broke down, food is a good one to use as an example. So we typically spend about 800 bucks a month on groceries. And then we try to budget about 175 a month for eating out. Those are where we're comfortable for our habits. And we had a dollar amount that totaled. Obviously, 8175 is 975 a month for food, which is not Sola. We will talk about that in a different episode, but not today. And that was allowing us to be able to see, based on an income that we have, what percentage do we need to be able to cover that? Same thing for with transportation. So we have a transportation column. And in that column on the spreadsheet, it has everything listed out underneath it that we need to set aside for transportation, monthly insurance, maintenance, repairs, annual registration, and any other like bills that you would have, car payments, etc. would all be down underneath this column, right? And then you would look at the total on that. And then you could see, well, what percentage of our monthly income do we need to allocate to this to be able to sufficiently pay these bills and set aside money the way that we want to be so that we're prepared. And that'll help you know what your percentage is for every single one of these buckets. Because my percentage for transportation might be 10%, but if you have multiple car payments, maybe 20% of your income is going towards transportation. Or maybe you don't have vehicles at all. Maybe you just use public transportation depending on where you live, right? So your your percentage is going to be completely different depending on what your your life looks like. For us, we always want to make sure that our home percentage, what we're spending on our house, is less than 25% of our income. That's super important to us. We don't want to be house poor, right? And some of you may have your mortgage completely paid off. So you literally are putting like 5% towards your house for maintenance and repairs and taxes and whatnot, right? So everybody's percentages are going to be different, but your buckets that you're saving towards these actual accounts are pretty much going to be the same. Once we line itemed out everything that needed to go inside of each of these accounts, it helped us to be able to create our percentages. Obviously, the percent cannot go past 100. (laughs) I was like, blame, we're at 105% with our percentages right now. Where are we going to shave a percent and still be able to cover our 
our bills and our spending habits. And so we, we figured out that our spending, of course, we want our spending to be at like 10%. But to be able to set aside money for what we actually need to pay for in every other area of our life, our spending right now is capped at 3% of our income every single month. And we're doing really great with that. It's been really good. It's, it's really curbed our behaviors a lot. And this has been insanely successful, and I had to share it with you. Again, if you want the spreadsheet, you want the coaching, you want the support on how to put this system into your life, along with all of the other systems for home, business, motherhood, self-care, and marriage, get inside of the academy. Go to rebrand.ly backslash S-Y-L-A. Join us right now. We're doing a group call tomorrow. I'm super excited. It's going to be so fun. They're the best. Last week had me in tears and just like loving my life. Serious cloud nine. I would love to see you inside there. Pop me any questions if you have them. And until next time, I will see you over inside of the Facebook group. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other? and ourselves. I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.